You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Lust for Life with James L. Mattern and Benji Suswine. All right, my people. This is how it is. Welcome to America's number one podcast as voted on by Canadians. And my headphones fell off because I got the dark chocolate in me, son. (laughs) This is Lust for Life. This is the show where we embrace the left of the dial, be who you is, being unique, um, and everything else in between. That way we can just do whatever we want. Left and right to the dial. Yeah, just dial. just whatever. We, we, we No rules. That's it. We're like what the Outback Steakhouse promised to be. <laughs> I think they aren't what they promised, unless they want to give us a sponsorship. Calls we'll discuss that later. Okay. I'm looking straight at my right hand, the hand of the king, a man with a good head of hair, a knowledgeable man. I would like to add that now. Wow. Knowledgeable. My dear friend. Thank you. The great Benji Suswine, a.k.a. Ace Sweet Sweet. Sweet wine, baby. Wow. Compliments. I went back to DJ. DJ voice right there. What appreciate a pimpin'. It. That was very nice. Very kind of you. I appreciate that. Well, I only speak the truth, my Flattering. friend. Flattering. And we've been through a lot, and we're going to be through a lot more. So Absolutely. That's all, that matters. all right. Um, <laughs> this is just always an honor. Third mic in it. The legendary third mic. Well, see, this is how I describe it. People are like, who's coming in? I go, we had to go look into the rafters and pull a retired. Like, your number's already retired. This is Jordan. You're still playing. Yeah, it's like a Jordan situation where he's in the stadium, he's looking up, and he sees 23 retired, and he's still got to uh, steal the ball from John Stockton and take it to the rack. <laughs> this is one of the greats of all time, my partner in crime, Mr. John Lester. Happy to be here, brother. Come on, baby. Happy to be here. I really enjoy when I reach out for you to, to uh, be on this wonderful podcast, and your response is, fuck yeah, my or something just with a bunch of exclamations, <laughs> of course, my dude. I'm yes. in. Yeah, oh, that's makes true. me feel good in my soul. Baby. I'm in, man. You know I love to be here. Good, man. So we got an interesting episode. Uh, in a few minutes, we're going to bring on our guest. I've been trying to get her on for a million years. It's ironic that the timing has worked out this way. Um, it's Julia Rossi. She's like a cheater whisperer, a breakup whisperer. I'm going through a breakup. This is, this is amazing. Out. The universe is perfect. Everyone, it all figures out. It was meant to be. It was predicted in our first episode. With the, this, I'd be breaking up at this moment. Remember, we had the psychic. Ooh, damn it! Did she predict? What number is this? Is, is I think this might even be like sixty-nine, which would be hilarious irony. So who knows? But so we got that coming on. Uh, it's I'm a bit excited. We just realized the irony of it being this week that we're mm-hmm. recording in my life. So uh, I think it's gonna be very interesting. What I like is when I bring you guys in, I usually don't even give heads up. Yeah. And we just dive right in. Just make it happen. Because that's how that was the one of the things that we started the show on. It's just. Pretty much a blindfold, take it off, and then we figure out what everything looks like. Exactly. Oh, no I love filter, it. don't prepare, just come in, speak your mind. I love it. That's it. I should probably prepare a little bit. You should start preparing. I'm a little bit of a, of, a, of a mook when it comes to this. You know, I should do a little more, but whatever. So, I think we know about relationships. We've all been through enough horrible relationships. Enough. See, I really have only been, been in like three I can't or four. Say, yeah, I'm, I'm in my first. Well, he's a young buck. Really? Not that Your young. first serious relationship, yeah. you mean? Serious. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I, I think by uh, you know my default setting is probably to be single, mm. but I but I've been in some rela- yeah. When you but, reset, yeah. this is what I'm scared <laughs> of. I'm, I'm scared the I'm company. the same dog. Yeah, I'm really scared. This is what's going to happen to me. I feel immense guilt right now. 
I feel like maybe I get bored. Did you easy. use the word immense? Immense. <laughs> oh, I have a degree in journalism, fucking Johnny. Serious. I have to immense. use it. Immense. I went, <laughs> yes. You feel immense. I went to the heart Guilt? of the desert, UNLV, you and I have to use it. Dirty as a motherfucker. You know you to, use, up. To, to start, yeah, you know you done <laughs> fucked up. When you use, when you kick, kick this shit off with immense, immense, sir. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that that's it. You just set the tone. These are this is fresh. Also, We're, for the people listening, a week, a week, yeah. About a week. So her hair is still all over your bedroom. This is this well, is. Well, I say mostly hair. Her scent is just finally coming off me. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty. You still probably two showers away from her scent being all the way off. And remember, mm-hmm. I got the chest hair from the, the, oh, the Dago got, blood. You still got some of her hair uh, yeah, entangled in you. I know. Yeah, for real. You're the smartest young man I've ever. I know it. I know how long it takes to get chicks' hairs from untangled <laughs> with you, and I don't even have any hair. So, I, but I. That's what's have, interesting when you're even saying yes. it. I'm like, wait a minute. How yeah. does he know? I know from the knows. shower. You got to, you know, from your pubes. It takes right. like a couple showers. Did you just go with the pubes? Out. Yes. Oh, good. Yeah, you get Let's head from a chick. And, and pubes. Yes. Both mentioned. Immense and pubes. Immense. This is going to be intense. <laughs> That's. Sounds like a band I was in back in the day, the Immense Pubes. The Immense mm. Pubes. So we got the breakup broker on hand though to, to sift through. This um, is gonna be interesting. Um yes. Yeah, it's crazy. I go ahead. Let's just we have no format anymore. I don't even care about the break. Let's just bring Julie on. Let's, let's just go it. at it. Let's, let's have it. a good Julia Rossi, the great Julia Rossi. sitting in. I like that that's my credit. That that you're the, <laughs> the breakup broker. That's what I do for, I wish that was what I did for a living. Would be an interesting. Oh, it yeah. still could be. Yeah, like, like a hitman, but that would, that would be depressing. Well, no, like a television show every day where oh, you just break down. I'm working on the pitch. So. Okay, then let's spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> let's get legal, <laughs> right, on the horn here. So uh, Julia, very funny comic. I've done road gigs with her. I hadn't seen her in I won't even say a minute, about two and a half minutes. It's wow. been a, a while since I saw Julia. We worked at another club one night. Started bullshitting. I was. Just in the midst of this relationship, and we were all yapping about relationships. Was I single at the time? You day? were just in. You weren't public with what you were doing yet. You were just kind of alluding, like, hey, I'm just seeing someone. Just started dating someone? Yes. Oh, okay. Yep. And uh, right now, what's your, what's your I'm, status? Uh, with somebody. Yeah. Okay. In a relationship. And you I'm, know this person. And I may or may not have seen that guy last night. He's a good Can dude. We not talk He's a good about dude. <laughs> On the podcast? He is more yeah, Howard Stern. I don't care if you say it. So well, you, <laughs> well, let's just say this. He is a fellow comedian, and that's something we were discussing at the bar after our gig that night, is that you, you were I. worth it. Yes, you finally were dating someone in the business. Is it yeah. a, I finally was not. Is it a secret? Who I'm dating? Yeah. No, not at all. Oh. It's Dave Chappelle. <laughs> it's Dave Chappelle. It's oh, Will Miles. Okay. How about mm. that? It's the great Will Miles. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I thought you said so. Okay. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. I mean, I've like, I heard, yes, yeah, yes, I mean, I've like, I've, I've had flings with comedians before, but I've never called one a boyfriend on purpose, stayed away. Um, on purpose on the flings or on purpose? No, on never. purpose didn't want to get no, him more than that. No, it was never on purpose. It just worked out that way. So you never had like a self-imposed no boycott. comedian rule. No, I don't believe in that. I, the whole like, don't shit where you eat. Like that shit's delicious. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like that's. I mean, it's. Hilarious. I don't know. It's uh. I, it, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I don't. I don't like any fast, hard rule about relationships. Mm-hmm. I don't like anything that's like, don't sleep on the first date. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Don't text them. Sometimes, like, I hate all those rules. Well, well relationships, in a sense, kind of um, don't make sense. No, right? not at all. So to put rules on it would imply that it makes sense. It's not. It's not basketball strategy. It's not. Uh, right. We should press this team because it's no. We don't know. It, it's. It's kind of like. Uh, a free fight. It's not any. Mm-hmm. It's not Muay Thai. It's not mm-hmm. uh, 
boxing, it, anything right. goes in it, and you just don't know what to expect. Well, and no two relationships are the same. Oh. Like, Snowflakes, yes. Completely different, because everyone is their own brand of crazy, and then it's like you mix it together like a recipe, and then you figure out what it tastes right, like. Right, if it tastes good. Yeah, a lot of food references. Um, <laughs> we have Italian blood around yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. So we've got to get the, we can't hide the food, Johnny. That's it. Um, so... Yeah, I remember as we were going on, and I was so excited because it was like, man, I am dating a civilian. This is going to be fucking exciting. But yeah, once again, now, now that I've been single like a week, I, I ain't gonna lie, I went to cabin like last week. night. That's where I saw your boyfriend. And uh, I was like, well, I'm here for, people are like, were you on tonight? Nope. What are you here for? <laughs> to make those mistakes I made in the right. past. Did you make one? No, I did not. <laughs> Another ex was there, and... Um, I got to be honest, in my head, I possibly with a couple belts and a decent conversation would have been tempted, which would have made me straight up in the dirtbag status. So I'm glad mm. it did not happen. You, and her ex-best friend warned me. So like, she's do you consider a lot of them mistakes? I think because I'm trying to apply logic and that we shouldn't. What do you mean by that? The logic of um, here's the thing, whether my exes who are comics would have worked out, whether they would have been anything, professional, you know, politicians food experts, whatever, you know, restaurant tours. I can't believe I got that word out. I can yeah. say immense, but I can't say that one. Um, I don't know if it would have worked out, but because they were comics and it didn't work out, then you just go, can't date a comic. Right. You're having a version. Mm. That's it. Yeah. Yo, but these these comics, did you did you see them a lot? Did you work with them a lot? Your exes? Not that they much. They were in the business? Not that much. Okay. But it becomes very difficult, like, if they are going through something, for you not to try and help. And then uh, with one of my last one, she was really green in the gills. Let's just say that. And uh, half the time she goes, can you talk to me like a boyfriend and not as a comedian? So you're in that mm. weird thing. You want to console her, but you also are like, no, look, I've gone through this, blah, blah, blah. It sounds like I'm giving lectures. And it just that became a point of a problem. Right. So who knows, though? What mm -hmm. if she would have been a, an airline captain? She could have had her own set of shit. Yeah, well, we all do. Yeah. Now, when did you start realizing? All right, so you you a breakup whisper, right? You can yeah, figure where out. does this come so from? So let's get to this. This is awesome. I okay, so I have just have the kind of personality where people tell me everything, and I'm very good at keeping secrets. Hmm. And I think it's because I'm extremely honest about my shortcomings, terrible things I've done. And I want to say terrible, just things I've done. I have a whole solo show, Bad Bride, about my marriage, and it's kind of. An apology letter in some ways i think to, to your ex yeah and to myself kind mm. of um and just it talks ev about everything like monogamy commitment what it is what is love how do you know if you're in love what's the difference between friendship love and romantic love and just all that stuff and a lot of stuff that women don't usually talk about um but men and women both relate to the show for sure and my stand-up's really personal too so i just think i have a, a kind of personality and i'm not su i mean Look, everyone's judgmental to a degree, but when someone is confiding in me, I don't really judge them. I used to want to be a therapist. You used to yeah, want to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And, and so. And, and what I, happened? The day you were about to enroll I was, uh, in I was, those classes, you went to your first open mic? I, the day, so I got into grad school for expressive arts therapy. Ooh. I was going to use the arts to heal. Sounds like a school in New England. And it was Massachusetts, uh, Cambridge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, and then I the drove cross country. I drove cross country <laughs> after college for fun. And then very randomly ended up becoming a regular at the comedy store in that visit. 
and then was like, I guess I should do this. It's <laughs> so crazy. I know I could have had so much money by now. <laughs> oh, but this is better. Oh, I mean, this is this is therapy. Right. Exactly. You know. And yeah. You, yeah. And you dealing with a lot of us vagabond comics. So you probably get an earful all the time. Right. Look, I'm charging people. <laughs> you, that should be on the slide. Yeah. Ching, ching, ching. Let's like get for those cash. people who are like, I don't believe in therapy. And I'm like, all right, I'll just get drunk with you and you can tell me right. yes. everything. But especially about like just relationship stuff, because I don't. I don't know. I just I'm not that judgmental. Like I mean, I don't I don't condone cheating. Yes. But I understand it. Mm -hmm. And when people confess to me that they've cheated or that they've, you know, they have some weird whatever, I just I like hearing about it. And I I just I relate. I don't know. It's crazy. Um, I want, you said something uh, uh, a second ago that I wanted to hit upon with uh, what is love. Like mm -hmm. you said that's in your th uh, one woman show, mm -hmm. right? Um, and the difference between friend love. Because love is used so much now. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, yeah. love got used six times a year. Love and the C word <laughs> never got used. When I was a kid, like if big someone kid. said I love big you, birthday. big deal. If if someone used the C word, it was like, oh, a line. Now people, especially maybe it's just because I'm a comic, we, we use those two words hand in hand every five seconds. Mm. It's insanity. Like do you think... Other, you know, other, other cultures have tons of different words for love. Right. For love. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. different degrees of love? Well, there's different kinds, but they have, they separate it. They don't just, it's not the same word. They actually have different words to mean different types of love. Mm -hmm. like, do you know examples off the top of your head? Um, I don't. You know what? I, I know that, um, God, where was I? I was, I was reading this and I want to say that it's, uh, that it's Italian. I know the Eskimos have like. Eskimos. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They have like 10 different. It's it's actually a different word. So you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. or like, like your friends. You wouldn't say right. I love you. It might be like, mm -hmm. but it's stronger well, than I like I, you. I, right. I, I don't. I don't owe you. Well, you know, we need I, to do I, this. I don't you. So they they there's a separation of the word. So so it's not just this, this general thing. Right. Do you know what I mean? There, there no, is because sometimes of love. Right. They're all coming from love. But the way you love your parents is different than the way you love your friends or your. But it's also important, you know. Somebody, children. I was watching a commercial last night downstairs at the bar, right? And there's this commercial. This guy pulls out this box. There's, the, 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 the sound's not on, right? And this guy gives this chick this box of earrings. The person I'm sitting next to, the comedian, she says, "Oh, imagine how many. Can you imagine if that chick thought that it was a ring?" And I said, "I'm sure that that's happened a lot of times." Yeah. Because sometimes the person that you're with, mm -hmm. when you say "I love you." Once you say I love you, like their interpretation of this could be marriage love. Like there's no separation right. of the level of love that I'm feeling for you. There's no turning you. back. Well, no, I'm just saying it can be confusing. And I'm sure that there's been tons of guys who've opened up a box and it was a pair of earrings and a woman thought that it was a ring. And you're thinking, right. bitch, I don't love you like that. You know what I mean? It's a you hell of an analogy. I love everything about that analogy. And I, that's I why you're number 23 bitch, hanging from the I don't love you like that. that <laughs> is, I loved it with just the earrings yeah. in the ring. But then, bitch, right. I don't love you like that. That's why something. he's Michael Jordan. It sounds like that's like, bitch, I don't love you like that. No. We should record that. Can you play piano? Let's no, go. What song is that song? It doesn't matter. Anyways, well, okay, so this is, oh, God, my, so if there I, were, my head So if there were different words to express yeah. that. Yeah, that's a good you know what I mean? start. Like, well, I, like, because, like, like, I always try to, um, like, like, you can say, like I try to say, I have love for you. Like I try to put something in front of the word. You right. know what I mean? Qualify. To qualify. There I try be, to do that because, but some people don't communicate like that, and they no. just say, "I love you," and then you know, somebody could be like, "Oh, this is it. This is right. the one." And it's like, no, it's not that type of love. So we're gonna discuss a lot here in the next forty-five to an hour. But I tell you, this is a goal. So if a word comes to anyone's head while we're doing this, we need to create a word for 
three or four months in the relationship. We know <laughs> it's beyond like a lot, but it's not quite. Um, uh, bitch, uh, these aren't earrings. <laughs> but can't, but can't you say we okay. need a four month? We need we're gonna we need to develop a four month love word. Well, but, you know what though, because it might not be four months. Well, I've I've met chicks. You know, none of them worked out. But no, that's not true. That's not true. No, my ex ex girlfriend, my ex ex girlfriend, I was in love with out yes. the gate. I mean, like, like from out, the and jump. You, and you and, told and her, the you problem, said that to her? Oh yeah, uh, and I straight told her. And but she, you know, she was like, dude, all the chicks you have, like, you're just running your mouth. She thought it was a well, that a happens line. right now. Right. She just she just wasn't buying it. It took me a long time for her to be like, this guy really digs me. Like, and then she started turning it up. Like, then she started being like, okay, well, if you really then get rid of this, get rid of it. And I got rid of all of it. But, I mean, right out the gate. So, I don't think there's a four-month, um, you know what I mean? I don't think it takes four months all the time to know that, yo, I yeah, really, we'll really like this person. Well, all right. But don't. Oh, can, Please. Okay. I want you. So, here, it's a feeling. <laughs> it's more of a feeling, I think. I mean, I can honestly say that I feel like I've felt love. Not in love by any means, but love the way I love friends. Yes. From almost most guys that I've even hooked up with, like, not, mm. like even like, and I, don't, I mean, in the moment, because in the moment when I, even if I know it's just like a one night thing, and I know I don't want to date them, in that moment I am like, I'm gonna give you like all my heart right now. You know what I mean? That sounds good. Is that love? Is that passion? <laughs> yeah, That's like a, the passion, and I think, I mean, it's, and it's an energy, and in that moment, like, because I, there's. I can't think of one person, well, like two in college, but one person that I've been with that like, I don't, I wish them the best. Most of them, if I see them with like a new girl, I'm actually really happy for them because I want, like, so I think it takes a while. I'm not, I don't know. I, so that's one thought. I don't even know if that's a full thought. Uh, let me go to another one thought. So the thing you were saying about the, so I think when you say I love you to someone, if it's, you're able to explain it, then that's a really good sign of a healthy relationship. Like you can say, I love you to someone and be like, look, I love you. I don't know what that means in the future. You don't have to say bitch. You can be like, I don't know what that means in the future. <laughs> but if you throw in the bitch, they kind of know yeah. what's, what's uh, yeah. going and, on in the right. future. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, I'm sorry, you're powerful. Um, <laughs> then, but you know, and if you express it like that, and if that person can respond with, yeah, I'm totally with you. Like, let's just like see where it goes. I mean, how great would that be to have that kind of honesty? But I think that that takes a long time. It, it takes a long time to, to mature to that point. As a yeah. like individual or as a couple? No, I think as an individual, it takes you a long time to realize that I have to watch what I say and what I do. Well, because I, 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 I didn't communicate that well in the beginning. And, you know, and then that's when you run into headaches. And then after a while, you get tired of the headaches and you try to figure out, how can I minimize these headaches? And then you learn to say, hey, I have love for you. Or, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, you know, I, I really, really, maybe you, you, you avoid the word love because you don't, you know what it means to that person. But it should, but the the person that I think the person you're going to want to spend a lot of time with will have a similar definition as you. Do you get what I'm saying? Does that make any sense? Like, or maybe they have a different feeling towards you that you have towards That's them. true. And right. That's what you have to figure out together. I mean, look, you can. But I'm just saying there's a. That's why there's, we need but I'm just words. saying, but, but there's a. Right. That's scale why you it. do need to. Yeah. Which level of love word are you at right that's now? That's all I'm right. saying. Yeah. We right. need to create a scale. <laughs> On the right. love scale. Right. But I think also scale. if people were more honest about the fact, you know, there's, you know, you guys are progressive and intelligent, so I'm sure you <laughs> know this already. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know you two very well, but I'm assuming James. Uh, <laughs> but like. I Here's have the truth: you, fooled. you can love more than one person. That's the thing. That's the tricky part. People think like you love one person. I don't know, soulmate. Da, da da da. 
I think it's possible to love multiple people, but you, I think you end up choosing to love one. You know Mm. what I mean? Like you, you, you can have romantic love. You can probably feel romantic love for multiple people, but I think the person you ultimately choose as a partner, if you want a partner, that's up to you, is someone that you love for debate. That's someone you love romantically plus like family and plus like a friend. I think it's kind of a combo of all three. And yeah. it's kind of weird because then your partner's supposed to be all three. No one else is. You that's know what a I mean? Lot of, a lot, that's, that's a lot, lot of burden of, right there. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. I mean, well, here, let's go with this. Um, monogamy, does it make sense? Uh, no. Okay. But I think you can choose to be monogamous. You could choose. But should we, as a society, You're maybe saying, start the looking natural past human? I, if there was a pill that you could take that would guarantee that you could be not monogamous and not get another person pregnant. You know what I mean? Not get a disease and not fall in love with them. I mean, not that you can't fall in love not having sex, but there is something chemical that is exchanged. I think sometimes when you're intimate with someone where you're like, I don't really like them that much. And you have sex with them. You're like, wait a second. You know, like I do think so. If there's a pill that you could pop that you could promise to only stay with your partner. Yeah. I think you think most people do it. People would be okay with that. I don't know. I'm just saying I wish there was a pill that I could. <laughs> You'd be okay if I you had definitely. a spouse, let's say. In an open relationship? Yeah. I don't know yet. I'm I'm curious. I'm, I want to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm open to, all I know is whatever people have been doing thus far doesn't seem to be working. It's not, not, not really well. Because. No, no not well, working. It works for some. A but handful. It, I, I, I think it, I, I. I would beg to differ. I think, yeah, some some is good. Relationships, if it was a baseball player, if you took everyone's and, you, and like, uh, the success rate, they're not even batting 200. Like, they're in single light well, marriages. I hate to break it to you. Marriages that are there. I think you're, you think that less than 20% of relationships of all time. Remember, you could get married, but you might have had eight others before that that did not work. I mean, they are designed to fail. This is something I told the last Mrs. Mattern, unofficially. Yes. Because um, she was very worried about relationships. She's one of those guard up people, which is understandable. We're all scared. And it was like, well, you know, there's a great chance this isn't going to work. Right. But it would be foolish to not try I and think see it's what around, we get I out of I think it's around 60% now. Here's the funny thing. Oh, what's marriages lasting? They don't. They don't work out that don't so it's around 60 so marriages and, and, and are ted williams but all relationships in general i'm telling you are bobby skeeter who you never heard of i don't know right. sorry i went baseball it's okay 60 <laughs> percent not even red i went with the red sock you and are from Boston. Uh, i don't out. care so <laughs> that's 60 that 60 percent is on the rise meaning marriages that don't work out but here's the funny Time thing out. about you're saying divorce or the divorce, or the divorce rate right. so the, the probability of you staying married is around 40 maybe a little lower and now. then how many of the people staying married are happy that's my point because yeah. all of the people that I know that are married, all and I mean this like literally 100% of my friends who I know that are married all say the same thing. If I wasn't, if we weren't financially intertwined. I've heard it a lot. Yeah. If the, if the finances weren't so tough to unravel, I would definitely, like, like, like if tomorrow if they said, okay, you know, you guys, we're going to give you, um, we're going to give you guys a month. If you break up, you know, we can, we can. We can do this clean, and we'll give you this unheadache divorce right. situation. There would be that. There would be there would be a stampede of you people saying, so? "That's why you oh, should have yes. to renew a marriage license, like every seven years. You should be like, do I still license. want this? Go yeah, exactly. Your wow. Take your eyesight.' But here's the thing: I don't know <laughs> that the problem is marriage or monogamy. I think the problem comes down to communication. I think most people 
a lot of people, myself included, have gone through times, sometimes your entire life, of not knowing how to ask for what you want, express what you really feel, and do what you actually want to do. I think the concept of marriage is retarded. I think the, right. the, the, the idea that I mm -hmm. am going to meet this chick who I am madly in love with, who I was, let's say my ex-ex-girlfriend, I'm 26 years old. If you think I'm going to be the same fucking guy at 50 mm -hmm. that I was at 26, I think you're retarded. But I don't think it's about only being madly in love. Just, or you could I'm grow saying, together. No, no, no. It's no. picking like I'm, a partner. I'm you know, just like saying, in class I'm just when saying, you pick what a partner? Is, what is the probability of you and this person mm -hmm. being on the same page 20, 30, 40 years late? The probability of that happening and you having no need since both of us are now working, right? There was women in the workforce. It's totally changed, yes. right? The, the probability of us being like, oh, we should just hang on to this thing and we're still symbiote is the, the probability of that is so small that to me it's retarded and there's nothing wrong with marrying somebody to me and then saying you know what we've grown apart right you go your way let's be let's be social uh, let's be amicable about it I don't think there's anything wrong with that but you were saying but but I think Julie is getting to that like if you're picking a partner yeah, it's almost like we're going into business together. Yeah, well, you're going to you're, you're business, gonna start a business. Partners partners are our family. But, but it does happen. Yes, all the time. Of it course. does happen. No one, no one says, "Oh my God, damn, Paul Allen and Bill Gates aren't together anymore." This is all. Look, right. well, we, I haven't been the we, same since we, they broke. We, I haven't. But been. We it's did, been like my but family. But I'm just saying, up. we did what we did. It was beautiful. Now you're doing something else. God this, bless you. This is a point that I, th uh, Gwyneth Paltrow was making when she just got divorced. It's called decoupling. That now we're living longer. And that the idea of being with one person of your whole life what is the maybe what is, is more archaic, and you're supposed to have multiple relationships. Well, right now. Okay, and there's so nothing wrong with it. I, I had I had the most it's amicable, a social construct. I had the most amicable divorce ever. We were best friends for two years before we ever dated. He was my first boyfriend. We were together eight years, only married one. We ended it. It was painful. We're still friends. He has twins with his new girlfriend. Wow. I just friended her on Facebook this week. Wow. That's, I want to meet the kid. Like, I really. That's good. Yes. I, that deserves that. That deserves that. I, question. I love my ex-husband, like family. Love. Love this guy. Maybe had we met now, maybe it would have been different because we're different people. It just didn't work at the time. That's my point. So what do you think You're a happened? totally different person. So now. that was, that was eight eight years of my life and then of course immediately like a few months part of the reason why I split is I was like I haven't been in any other relationships I feel like I need to explore and find myself what did I and he didn't want to of course he ended up staying single for a few years and like let it out letting it out I'm the one who got into a relationship like a few months later from the jump for five years immediately wow. after so I had my first single year in 12 years this past year Christ, that's how long I and had. And now seen. you're in a relationship. You were just again. getting married last time. Yeah, I but but I mean, also I'm a little. I'm older than you. Not that that matters, but and I'm probably. But I did. I took a lot of time on myself this year to learn stuff, and this is a very different relation. This is the most best communication, completely realistic. Kind of right off the bat was like, what what like talking about what love me like all that kind of stuff because I've gone through all this stuff. And I feel like I just have a more realistic view of it. Yeah, it takes a while. It does take a while. Well, Do you think part of the problem is the expectations of what it means to be in a relationship? That no, I think I think the, I think the problem is as as kids, we were taught that you're going to meet this one person, yeah. and it's shameful 
to break up the divorce is a shameful word. Oh yeah, you if have you to. if you pull if you pull all that bullshit social construct out of it, people will be like, "Hey, I was with this person. I was in love." It's almost like when you were in eighth grade, there was this perfect girl you were going to spend the rest. Then you got to high school, and you were like, "The eighth grade chick is, you know, she's not hot anymore." Then there was a chick in high school. You move through life. You know, <laughs> I, I heard somebody the other day. That's going, a really good reason. No, I'm just saying. I mean, <laughs> th- th- we just changed. I heard yeah. somebody the other day going off about Jordan. You know, Jordan just had, uh, I think, t- twins with his new wife. And somebody was like, oh, how could he do that? She was there with him when he was in North Carolina, his wife. Do you know what a different guy this guy is from when he played ball at North Carolina? Right. He went on to be the most popular human being on earth. He's a different guy. Yes, he's a very and bad executive. Even, no. but right. But I'm just saying, now <laughs> he doesn't even play ball anymore. Imagine how, how different it must be to be around him. Like, come on, are you serious? I think what the conflict kind of is, is that I think human nature, I'm clearly not a scientist, human nature is... We can give you that status. Thank you. Human nature is to not be monogamous, true. Is that... I I think... I would think so. I think animal-wise, I'm just... This is just just me thinking. Please think. Okay. I don't think it's totally natural to be monogamous, but I also think it's not natural to be alone. So that's kind of a conflict. Right. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like if yeah. it's like human nature to want to. That's ex- why there's strip clubs. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I ironically have been itching to go to one this week. And that's I'm what... back in Vegas in 10 days. All right, baby. You, okay, okay. So you, are you in a relationship, Benji? Yeah. Okay. How long? 10 months. Okay. So you understand the concept of like that first phone call that you have and that person that you go and tell everything to. You know, like it's nice yeah, to have yeah. a partner in life. Well, I don't think that their point is that it's not good to have a partner. Yeah. I think what John was saying is more it's okay to go from relationship to relationship. As you grow, you can have different relationships that match who you are I, at different I, levels I, in it, life. It, no one is – I don't think that anyone would argue that we change – you you change so drastically over time. The idea that you think there's going to be this out, one though? person who changes with you symbiotically right. for 30, 40, but 50 I, years. But I disagree with you. I do think – no, I agree with you. I okay, I agree with you mostly. However, I do think it's possible to I think when you stop growing together is when the relationship is over. But right. I think it is possible to meet somebody that is bends with you. I didn't say I didn't say that it's it's not possible. I yeah. said the probability of yeah, yeah, that I agree with is you. very low. And it's very difficult to grow together. <laughs> right. Is there to commit that we're going to wiggle together and all that yeah. and, and But is there something to be said about a relationship that spans, you know, decades that you cannot get in relationships that go one from one to another and maybe there's knowing that something to be said about putting extra time and work into making a relationship when I, last When long. I see two old people together who've been together for, it's, I think it's beautiful. And when they're happy? It's right. beautiful. It's unbelievable. It's beautiful. Yeah. But do I think that the probability of that working out today is, it should be that, that, that when it doesn't work out that it should be shamed? And do you? No, no I don't. No, it shouldn't be shamed. No, saying, I, no I think, saying, yeah, I'm just that saying, point, this, yes. Yeah, societally, like if you're like, oh, I'm going through a divorce, you know what I mean? There's yeah. still, there's still churches, there's still older people who are like, Oh my God! Well, but we I, we worked it out. He used to burn me with iron every Tuesday, and I still can I tell like, you though? <laughs> well, that's I, but I that's just, an interesting yeah, way to go. No I have to that. say though, one of my biggest fears in ending because I wanted to cancel my wedding. I I knew before I went, it happened that it oh, was. Oh wow! Yeah, it's, you should come see the show. It's really good, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's way more detailed than all this. But uh, I knew that, and one of my biggest fears was telling my Italian Catholic parents right. who. 
I'm I have no right to make assumptions about their relationship, but as a kid, I was like, you guys should maybe like not be together. Like, and they're still together now. Yeah, they're good. They're it's like a fight till the end. You know what I mean? Like, who's gonna go first? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, you just life is suffering and uh, all that good stuff. Oh, that is so and, Italian. And Catholic. I was like, good. Oh, and Jesus. I was, That's why I'm so not associated with it. Anymore. And I was terrified that they were gonna be because I remember being a kid and then being like, ah, you hear a. George's daughter divorced at 29. Like, you know, like there was like all this like That's, what, that's shame. what I'm saying. Yeah, but but here's, but the cool thing that shocked me was that when I told him I was getting divorced, after a year, after wasting all my dad's money on this party, they both were like, okay, well, if that makes you, we just want you to be happy. I mean, they weren't right. thrilled. They weren't like, you Woo. know, we're so glad. They popped the, <laughs> they, they, the they, champagne. You know, wow. They did say, we wish you had thought about this sooner. You know, you should have talked to us about this before the. But I was so scared, and then for them to be like so just supportive of whatever, because they could tell I was really unhappy. And yeah, what's the point oh, of going there's, there's nothing, forward there's if you're nothing, There's nothing worse though than talking to a friend, a really close friend, and you're sitting down with them. You know what I mean? You fly into Denver and you're sitting there at the bar and it's. We've like, all been there. Yeah. <laughs> and, I and, only and, and, I and, only uh, fly to Denver <laughs> to sit at bar, so I know they, where you're going with and this. And they're sitting there with you and they're like, "Man, I'm so happy for you," and you see this this look of despair in their eye mm. because there's is ending. Be, no, because they're in this relationship that they absolutely hate. hate. Do and you you're think? There, and you're sitting there with your homie and you're like. Why don't you just leave? But you have to. Those, but this is the it's thing. I, than that. I had Kids, friends. I had friends. Right. That's what I mean. It's I the, know. It's the intertangling, the intertwining that, that keeps people in it. And to me, that is just gut wrenching. Look, like, we oh, had no God. kids. We owned a TV and a bed. You know, like we had very little to split up. But just for me, it was like the intertwining of like friends and lives and fans. Because you lose their fan. You know what I mean? Right. You lose not just that person, but the life you have yeah. together. And that's a lot of fear. And then you're like, I'm gonna be alone forever. What if I never meet? What if this was the best person? It's so much fear. But then when you actually go through it, cause there's no one anyone could have, there's nothing anyone could have said to me before my wedding to make me cancel it comfortably. Like, do you know what I mean? Like my friends were like, are you sure you wanna, you kind of seem you're drinking a lot. And I'm like, I'm fine. And but I had to go through it, I guess, for whatever reason. But you sensed, so you they, you're drinking a lot before you got married, more than oh, usual. Oh yeah, I got fat. I was depressed. <laughs> <There's> nerves? <laughs> no, it wasn't nerves. You it knew was, it wasn't supposed to be. I was well, because when I got married, I so I was living in New York, and I it's probably like right when I met you, because was, I was I was the, the last time I saw you, you were getting married, like in, in a no, very that soon, was I think. that was not the last before time I saw this you. last time, last time where no, I saw the last you. time I saw you, we went to shore together, yeah, did that show, and that was with a sec my other boyfriend. So I was already divorced. At that oh, time. I thought you were getting married. No, mm -mm. <laughs> and uh, look, Harvard of the desert, it's not Harvard, Harvard, you and me. All right, I, I didn't just get married. I like quit my life. I was like, what are you doing, Julia? You're mid twenties. You can't be going around New York City being a clown for the rest of your life. Like, so I moved to the suburbs of Boston, got married, tried to like detox myself of the entertainment business and was like, look everybody, I'm normal now. And I, what, I was cracking completely like falling apart. And then I started coming to New York all the time on the weekends to like you decided. hang out with my old life. We tried to have openness too. That was a huge failure because- Openness, open relationship. Kind, I wouldn't even call it that because I was like, hey, when I'm in New York, I sometimes get drunk and it's crazy. And he's like, okay. 
Like it was like very Ooh. vague. <laughs> but then what the rule? Like then it doesn't it become like all right? Well, what did you do? Okay, then I I have to go do right. that too. Or great, feel now bad. I but, gotta go. But unfortunately, <laughs> my challenge. my yeah. communication with my ex husband. Even though we were such good friends, we were so afraid to hurt each other's feelings. Oh. So there was a lot of like, oh, that sounds cool, smiley face in the text. You know, and it, like it was a lot of that. And that's not that's not healthy either, you know? Right. So. God. Yeah. I was going through something like that. Yeah, what's going on with you, I feel like? I just there we go. Like, well, <laughs> Come on, oh. t- talk to me. Talk to me, James. It's just, uh, we came close <laughs> to break it up about a... Uh, like five weeks now, I was on a road gig with John. He heard a lot of it. Yeah. And then I made sure to get dropped off here at Stand Up so I could just drink my brain away. The next day, I'm about to do a gig here, and she's like, we need to meet up and talk. All right. I was starting to get her out of my system. I was very miserable, but I was like, all right, maybe this isn't supposed to How be. How long were you together? Um, this stint has been like uh, like a half a year, but we went out years ago. And uh, it was kind of like a rekindle. And the minute we saw each other again, it was like Etta James playing in the background. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like, oh, all right, this was a good four-year wait. All right. And uh, what we gonna do? We got back, but even at the meeting when we got back together, it was kind of like, so what are we doing? Are we together then? Have we resided this? It's like, I don't know. And I had some trust issues in that. And I remember at that moment going, you know what? You're just another fucking broad to me. I'm going to see if this works. But at that moment, I mm. knew I could not invest. I, I still didn't see enough. So you I knew she in- loved me and cared. and But I still had trust issues. And there still wasn't enough to make me go, okay. And then she turns on a lot of the – and she, we've discussed it a little. She's uh, still a good person. Uh, care for her a lot. Uh, you know, she may have overdone it. After that, with the love yous all the time and stuff like that. And uh, that was annoying to me. I don't trust that. As this has been discussed, I've had issues over the years uh, with my uh, my mom. My mom was the only woman who ever told me consistently that she loved me. And I never believed it because I didn't see her. Well, my grandma took care of me and would say it like three times a year. You know, that right. C word. That, that exactly. Three times a year. Same and, sentence. And so I, but she <laughs> I showed you, me. Cunt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that shows uh, that, but she showed me love, you know, constantly. She didn't have to say it. She was just handling fucking business, you know. And so I had an issue with that and it just hasn't been the same. And yeah. But it's been a week now. Been a week because I got really cold on some stuff. And there's some specifics I won't get into, that, but that dragged out. It was a day after Thanksgiving. We had a really nice Thanksgiving, but then um, I've been feeling like it's not the same. Like I was starting to get calls and not wanting to answer. And I'm like, this is oh, way too early sign. for this to yeah. happen. And um, also think I might be a maniac and need to be free. <laughs> but now that I'm free, I'm like, oh, I don't want to date. I don't want to do none of this shit. Right. I guess the question I was going to ask before is how much of this is on an individual person and their expectations of going into a relationship and what they deserve and wanting. I know I think a lot of, and maybe this is projecting a, for my problems or whatever, but like not wanting to put work into something to get the reward and like having that inclination of like, no, it should work out or I should, I deserve to be happy and that this should be making me happy as opposed to like, no, it's got, it's gonna be a grind. I'm, well, I don't know if this. I would I like you to is, handle this one. I, yes. I, th- I think this is. Well, okay. <laughs> you, and if that's the answer, we yeah, accept. Blah, blah, blah. And then I just blah, blah, blah. throw up. I oh, throw I up all over the mic. I never thought. But, blah, blah, blah. If, if I knew all the answers, I would. No offense, not be doing a podcast right now. I'd be 
touring millions of dollars. This is where it starts, yeah, Rossi. Right. Starts. Dr. Rossi. That's where we yeah. learn the answer. That. Break up broker. Uh, <laughs> just business card. Anyway, oh. it's like a real estate broker, but that same photo. But I'm ripping hearts and halves. Yes, you're, it's going to be like the end of Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> you're going to go up there and, and, and teach people these, and I'll be yeah. the warm-up right before. I, I think oh, – I don't know. Oh, the expectations thing. I mean, the whole idea of like – you have to love yourself before you can let anyone right. love oh, you. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry, but it's so true. Without a question. Because I can say that I've been in situations where I didn't love myself and was hoping the other person would love me enough for me to avoid that stuff, and it didn't work. And I've been in situations where the other person didn't love themselves, and I was like, I will save them. And wow. that didn't work. Mm. And I, I, right now I feel like I'm in a pretty – we're in a pretty equal space of how we view ourselves and I didn't really go into what I'm in now with any expectations. I've just been like almost probably like honest to the, everything I would have told a girlfriend in the past where I would have been like, I don't know, like I'm dating this guy, but like I kind of think this and I'm sort of feeling this. I'm like, I'm going to try a new approach and just tell the person I'm dating every single thing I'm thinking. And so far it's been really cool. Wow. So I've seen that go weird. But it could go weird, and and I just think you sh- if you're gonna make this person your partner, then they should be your partner, you know. And and I don't know. Well, you brought that up to me uh, when you get with someone. You do. All right, this is what I've been through. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. This is what, where I'm yeah. weird. I think that's really brilliant. You have to because it's gonna come out. You're this saying up thing. front, show the off the bat, show all the I weird mean, shit okay, right look, from the jump. And that's why when like they're like on a first date, don't do this and this. It's like. Do what you feel. If it organically the first date you guys get really deep and you share things, cool. If it's months later, great. But like it's gonna come out, you know, because when you go on a date and you pretend to be something you're not, oh. it's gonna right. it, they're gonna see the cracks in the foundation eventually, you know? Yeah. So you just have to like put I, it I don't know, I just feel like you just put it all out there. Cause it, my biggest pet peeve too would be like when I was date like when I was single this past year and I would date I had some friends or like magazine articles be like, don't text because then that person's going to think this. And I'm like, well, if they think that, they're that's they're probably right. Maybe that is, you know what I mean? Like if someone makes an assumption, I'm just going to be myself. And like you said, there's, there's, I, I, I totally agree with the no hiding thing because when you see somebody and you're like, why are they with that person? I always think that the person, I always say that the person that you're with is the way you see yourself Yeah. on the inside. Mm-hmm. You can fake a whole bunch of bullshit. Okay. You know what I mean? But if you're with somebody who's not shit, it's because you have low self-esteem. No matter how you try to pose for the world. You know what I mean? The real reason that you're with this person who's fucked up is because you don't think that much of yourself. So you are willing to settle for somebody who is not whatever. If The person that you're with is really a reflection of the way you think of yourself right before you mm-hmm. go to sleep. When you're alone, all by yourself, that's how you see yourself. There's no way you're Truly gonna, see yourself or want to see yourself? You, that's how you truly see yourself. Uh, I think it could be either or. I think, I, I, think, I think sometimes you get together with somebody and they're how you want to see yourself maybe. I don't think that that person would stay with you. But here's, I mean, I've stayed with people that I shouldn't, you know. That but I think that's because you weren't I was in the probably place in a bad that place, you, yeah. That's my point. That's why I, I have a really that's hard time with, unless somebody did something that was so destructive and evil, it's really hard for me to be like, yeah, this breakup's all that person's fault. Because I really think it's two people. Like, Without, That's what I'm you, saying. I agree with you. Like When I I went through a split and I felt like the other person was very, not, not my ex-husband, but I've had situations where I felt like the other person was like, well, you, this, you did this. And I'm like, do you know what I mean? There was so much like you, you, you. Very and I'm point. like, 
but I wouldn't have done, do you understand? It was like 50-50. Like, or they would be like, you're always making me feel wrong. And I'm like, I'm not making you feel wrong. You think X, I think Y, we shouldn't be together. It's very simple. And people get so defensive. But But when you really feel that way about yourself, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have X, Y, and Z pop, and I feel this way about myself. You are intolerant. In what way? You're not going to let somebody um, who, who, who is doing bullshit and that you're not getting along, you're not going to continue to let that happen if you feel a certain way about yourself. I, I it agree. It was only when I was down and out that me and my ex-girlfriend were together. That relationship, I was in a bad place. She did a lot of shit that to me was awful. But I was in a bad place, so I let that happen. And isn't it crazy now, when you get out? Well, well, now we don't speak anymore. So she's texting <laughs> me all the time now, like, oh, you know, t- I can't believe, you know, that you don't even want to see me. I'm moving back to Dallas, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I really just don't. It, it's not that I dislike her. Yes. I don't. There's nothing there. I don't even. I, I, I knew that I was in a bad place. And I told her. I admitted that you, you, the part right. that I played in it. But I'm in a different place now. It's not even possible. And then it also blows my mind. I mean, I don't know if this was the situation, but when you're with someone and it's toxic and you each bring out the worst in each other, sometimes it's good, but for the most part, you're like, like I've never been this, I've never yelled this much. I've never said such mean things. It's a sign. We should not be together. And they're like, but why? And I'm like, don't you see how like, disgusting this like life doesn't have to be this difficult i think it ends up you feel like you lost it's an egg on a face type thing because if you break down logically look we're not really acting like a couple should but if you loved yourself in that moment you know what i mean you wouldn't feel that way you could walk away from it and be like oh this isn't an insult toward me it's it's a it's a problem with the I'm relationship a, i'm in a different place and yeah. we'll learn and build on the next one that's really yeah. what i'm, what in, a, it I'm in a be. different place and i have i i harbor no ill will toward my ex i am in a completely different place but, but this is what's like so i have been like with this bad bride show i think one of the things that is also kind of shocking to people because i'm trying to sell a book right now and uh Part of what the story I want to get out is like divorce or breakups don't have to be like eat, pray, love or like all these stories where they're like, this is a whole show about how my ex wronged me. And it's like, (laughs) or it could just be a show or a a story. The story can just be like, I'm like this. They're like this. Doesn't work. Still love them as a human. Bye. (laughs) You know, I mean, that would be lovely if it always worked that way. It's usually not because of your fear that, okay, after I let go of this branch, you know, after I let go of this rung, is there going to be another one, or am I just going to fall right. down on the back of my head? But there's always going to be another one if, if you but want that's, it. But that's easy, but that thought is easier said totally. than, than done it's at a the thousand time. Right. It's easier to think it and to feel it. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're like, hey, is my game still tight? Do I still got it? You know what I mean? <laughs> but also, also the trick is not even thinking about back the next the branch. What's if that? you can let go of the branch right. and be so okay with yourself, that's and a be like, love, right? yeah, be like. There, there will be another branch when it's time to get another branch, but right now, I'm cool. Sometimes I you have think, to just fall I, off the I, tree and see what happens. Yeah. Pick yeah, yourself but, back up, baby. But most people... Ain't that far. Most people have a lot of fear of just straight being alone. I Without agree with you. That's why those are the people who post a ton of photos of them and their wife and their kids on Facebook, even though I know for a fact they slept with a prostitute. You know? Yeah. People like that. Yeah. I'm like, stop <laughs> tweeting at your wife how much you love her. And go home. Overcompensation. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's the stuff that kills me. I'm like, it doesn't have to be so hard. See, my favorite love, love story ever, movie, uh, it's my third favorite movie of all time, Annie Hall. Because like you're saying, it, 
that's just you see a relationship uh, yeah. reach great heights, and then it just kind of fizzles. And then one guy wants it back, mainly because he feels like he lost it. And then no, she has moved on. And at the end, they all have moved on, and they can meet up and have a sandwich together, a cup of coffee, and appreciate where they're at now. That to me is what it is more than not. But we, yeah. we I think in our heads we have to have. You're the bad guy. I'm the good guy in this relationship. Yeah. You did this shit. And you can no, jump in a lake. There's no need for that. And it's, also, it's, I think people it think just doesn't we fall apart after and a while. It, I think we're raised to think that relationships are a must. They're an obligation yes. rather than a luxury. Being in a relationship is is a, a gift. You know, if you can find a cool person works. that you want to hang out with and like share your life with, that's a treat in life. But there's no rule that says you have to be with anyone. And no matter what, every relationship that you're in. You, you, we had an exchange. So I learned something. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It's almost like you ever right. said. Growth. Yes. So well, it's part of the journey, even, my friend. Even even if we're not together no more, I now know something else that I don't want. A thousand percent. Well, my therapist. You know what I mean? Well, my, my therapist says. Yeah, I love you, know, it when. you ever sit down with an ex-girlfriend for about three or four minutes? You're like, that's why I don't talk to your mm-hmm. ass no more. Immediately. <laughs> but I think even you know more. But I think more than. Remember, that. I avoided one last night. Uh, <laughs> well, you my, know immediately. So I have to thank my exes for. I now I know not to talk to people like you, and and I owe that to my exes. The, it's a beautiful thing. She always says, uh, "You come to any relationship, and including friendships, to heal wounds of the past. So like everyone you're with, there's usually something that you heal, and sometimes when that healing is done." You kind of you move on. You move on because you learn. Like so, even like the quote unquote bad interactions I've had, there was something that I healed during that time. You know, I think or something I learned. Like I don't think it's as it doesn't have to be as uh, what's I don't know what the word for it is. But what you just said, it's not always like what I learned was that person's a dick. You know, sometimes like what I learned was wow, I will never uh, put up with X, Y, and Z again. Right. Or I learned that like. You know, and all guys know. You know what I'm talking about. The younger he no. knows me so well. I don't yeah. even know where he's gonna go at, but I know he's gonna call me on some shit I've done. And Let I'm me like, hear. Well, Benji said he's, it's only been this is like numero uno for a long yeah. relationship. But the older the chick you're talking to, the more shit that she's got a list of that she's not gonna tolerate. Right. Young chicks will tolerate. You, you ever talk to a young chick? They're like, whatever. Let's just do whatever. Older chicks that you talk to, the older the chicks, he's like, well, I don't really like guys who this, that, I this. will say this. And, and you're not going to this, that. There's a list of things that they've been through. Uh-huh. Like, look at this That's scar. Look at this scar. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing this again. I'm not. I know. find the younger late, I tend to, yeah. Uh, young younger broads. Like, Dude, let's and get it on. I tend to see that they have more scars, or at least they think they do, and they're guard up more. Really? Than, than uh, older ladies. Yeah, but these are all generalizations again. General, but I'm just, and I'm just saying from what I, my <laughs> I'm, test I'm, study, I'm I am Dr. Mattern, as you are Dr. <laughs> Rossi now. I've given myself the status. <laughs> my test study says it's all, let's do this. Yeah, because well, you don't, because you don't, they don't have the, uh, the war wounds. Yeah, it ends up being like Jaws. It's like, yeah. where'd you get that one? Uh, that was Jenny Smith. Which is, which is, right. I don't know. It's a gift and a curse. No, I because I, because yeah. because it, it's a gift sometimes when somebody knows exactly what they want. Now I know, you know what I mean. I know what the things are that make you happy. Sometimes when you don't know, then you got to figure it out. Which it's a lot great. of trial and error with a young chick. But I'm just saying, my experience is they're like, let's do this. But we're generalizers, Johnny. We yeah. got to stop it. I, I did do it. Well, that's how we started. I'm sticking hmm. with my. Everyone's unique. Yeah. 
Snowflakes. I feel Ooh, like I really good. solved everyone's problems. Well, I, I feel solved. That's now. what we do on That's Lust why we bring you here. <laughs> we solve the world's problems, no matter what the issue is. We solved a lot in the year plus we've been here. Damn right. I don't know if you know, jobs have been going up. Unemployment. Unemployment really? is plummeting. Is Cut. Thanks Cops to Lust shooting for life. innocent victims. We haven't talked down. about that yet. That's next week's episode. So oh, don't worry God. about that. And then after that, we're going to have racial equality. I'll, we're going to have I'll, all of that. I'll, oh, I'll be back for that. I've had enough cop guns pulled on me. Ugh. So yeah, that's the thing. Um, we usually do longer of chit chat in the beginning. I knew because I'm we're gonna do a, an episode, I believe, next week on this. Um, I just knew we'd do three and a half hours on that. Uh, a lot of hard. I mean, everyone's feeling raw. But I, I bumped into Benji on the street and I just put my headphones to him. I was listening to the Clash. I go times like this, all you can listen to is the Clash, baby, to to, to give you what's going on. So uh, yep. we'll get to that. Let's close up. Uh, you rock. We're going to have you on again because okay. you're the best. Probably in three years because that's how long it took to book this. Oh. I see you more now. Though. I, know, I see yeah. you. It's good. It's going to work out. Um, please plug whatever you want. Uh, your uh, show. When is your show? Bad Bride. Well, when's this going to air? This is going to be on uh, this Tuesday. Okay, cool. December, so blah, 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 uh, next Bad Bride in New York is January 7th. <sighs> then it's in L.A. January 15th. Then it's in North Carolina February 8th, I think. And then it's in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania Thirteenth, uh, just go julierazzi.com. Hey, uh, what are you doing? One day in uh, in, New, in York? New York. I'm doing uh, once a month. Once a month. Yeah. Okay. Where's it at though? Uh, so oh, Treehouse Theater. Okay. Yeah, and then I do stand up and Twitter and all yes. that good stuff. I would like to see this. I think it's gonna be good. Maybe we'll go as a field trip. Yes. Ooh. Yes. A lust for life field do trip. It. We'll do that. We'll wear matching shirts. What? There we go. Big bench. We gotta get a lust for the life best of BS on. We should get t-shirts. We should. We should. Right. Lust job. for life t-shirts. And condoms. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> condoms? <laughs> Don't we forget the relationship? Like, yeah, let's get condoms let's get and pussy. Get, I've been wanting <laughs> to talk watch. about condoms. Let's get lust for life condoms and dildos. Can we start loving condoms again? I, 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 I And can we stop putting, like, devices? Are you serious? Yes, I'm pro them. Are you? I have a sensitive penis, and I'll be honest, the first seven pumps, raw dog, are rough for me. So anti-condom. No, I love them. I, I don't worry. Everything's great. I feel like I have locks on my door with that. It's great. It's beautiful. Exactly. I don't need anything else. Can we stop trying to find devices to put in the female anatomy that makes them feel pregnant for the rest of their lives just so we can raw dog? It's bullshit. Okay, Bench. The best of BS on Twitter. <laughs> uh, promo code LUST for all our fans out there. You get half off tickets to Stand Up New York. Check out all the podcasts. Great, great podcast on this network. Check it out. Spread the love. Keep being you. Yes. And uh, find love and learn about what what <laughs> what you want in a relationship. This is how we end, Julia. Suppose I love you it. you don't know what we're saying with the rants. Wait till you hear me do mine. Johnny Boy! Uh, hit me. Real John Laster. R-E-A-L-J-O-N-L-A-S-T-E-R. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm on Instagram. I'm, I'm sorry about the Twitter thing. I'm going to step it up. Real John Laster. Hit me up. Um, this is coming out Tuesday, so Saturday I'll be at New York Comedy Club. That's yeah. the next show that I'm yeah. promoting. I'm here all the time at Stand Up New York. These are the best shows on earth. But I just happen to be doing kind of a one-man, nah, two-man show. My boy's going to be with me on our next Saturday. But um, fucking happy to be here, man. You're my boy, man. Yeah, I hope I get a relationship someday. Well, Christmas I'll is coming. I'll help you. I also, <laughs> not only am I good at breaking people up, but I am good at getting people laid. Oh, wow. Good. All right. Very good. We're at Thursday. I'll be at Cabin Thursday. All right. <laughs> What's your there. Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> I have been Lorna Doonan. Wing lady. I could use some condomless pussy. 
Jesus. <laughs> okay, no, I didn't say anything about that. Uh. <laughs> um, James L. Mattern on Twitter and the Instagrams. Um, Facebook, I need to start another page. Um, so sorry about yeah, that. Me too, man. Yeah, we can just... Got a fan page? That's what I got. I need to do I, that. I've had to go through real, real John Laster. I don't feel like I'll like myself with a fan page. I don't either. Another discussion. Yeah, I don't either. Like you got to do it. I'm too lazy to start another page. Support all our brothers and sisters on this network. This network has great shows. Give love to them. Um, I have another show on this network with Chris Laker called Television the Podcast. Also got another show on Creek's network called Get in the Ring, a Guns N' Roses appreciation podcast. Show's blowing up. <laughs> Blowing up. So check that shit out, man. We're getting, we're doing really well with it. And uh, it's a good community out there. People passionate. So dig that. Mad love to Aaron Supertramp in the booth. Catch a toy producing. Donnie, Gabe, Minnesota John Fatigate. Everyone who supports it. My dude Pookie. My cousins back home. My Uncle Billy. My stepdad Keith. Um, Tricky Nicky. Give it up for Timothy Styles and... The Universe versus Timothy Styles, our sister podcast. Yeah, sister, because he's, you know what he's going to do. Uh, mad love to everybody. Stay who you are. Be true. Be who you is. Mad love. Happy holidays to everybody. And until next week, we're all worth a million in prizes, baby. And stay safe out there and know your rights.